Welcome to Ashwood. Dark Stories for Bright Minds. Flurry. Gerald sat on the porch of the cabin, enjoying the snowfall. He was rocking comfortably in the large wicker chair that sat just far enough under the porch that the snow was unable to reach him, save for a few flakes that got carried in with the wind. It was dark outside, and the only source of light was a street lamp at the end of the long driveway. The dim light illuminated the snow as it gently danced in the breeze, slowly working its way to rest on the patiently growing mounds on the ground. Gerald considered the fact that each of those mounds represented something buried underneath the endless white blanket. He wondered what could be hiding in the landscape surrounding him. Each bump was some secret that he would never uncover. There were two ways he could learn what lies beneath the perfect pure white veil. Either uncovering it through force, that is, digging it out and bringing it to the surface, or waiting patiently for the season to change. By patiently waiting, the snow would uniformly melt, bringing all the hidden surface to the light. The secrets that lie in the shadows would hold on, though. They would remain hidden longer than anything else. Nevertheless, no matter how much the pure facade tries to hold on in those deep, dark corners, Gerald knew they would eventually melt away. All would be brought to the light of the sun, in time. However, Gerald was not interested in knowing those secrets. No, he was content imagining they were probably just rocks or felled branches. He liked assuming what the landscape was like. He could imagine perfection all around him, under the uneven waves of snow. Gerald had come here to find peace. His life had become nothing but work and stress, so he decided to come up here to the mountains and escape from everything that troubled him. He knew there was going to be a storm that weekend, so he drove up the winding road that morning before the tempest would set in. He was staying in a small, unassuming A-frame cabin hidden deep in the trees. It was difficult to find the place, but once he saw it, he knew it was perfect. It was far away from any other homes, so he knew he would have plenty of space to himself. He could be himself up here, away from the business of his usual life away from anyone at all. Absolute tranquility and peace surrounded him. The snow dampened any noise. The trees blocked out the lights of the distant neighbors. He could sit here in this rocking chair for as long as he wanted, in absolute peace. As he sat there, the cold air bit at his face. He was wearing a loose, uncomfortable snowsuit that he was not used to, but it did the job of keeping him warm. Nevertheless, the cold air against his lips and nose had become a little too much for him to bear, so he finally decided to head back inside to the cabin. He stood up from the chair, shook off what little snow had landed on him, and then walked through the front door. As he slowly stripped off the layers, the warmth of the house surrounded him. His cold skin felt as if it was melting into something new, something warm and alive. He rubbed his cheeks to warm them up, when he was back into his usual clothes, he checked the fireplace. The blaze had burned out, and there were only glowing embers remaining. 
He placed a couple logs on top of the embers and blew gently on them. He watched the small glowing pieces of coal get brighter. Sparks danced around and disappeared. His cold nose and cheeks absorbed the heat as it embraced them. After a few seconds, the logs burst into small flames. Before long, there was a roaring fire, and Gerald felt himself return to a comfortable temperature. For the first time that day, the door to the basement caught his eye. He looked at it angrily. He was not ready for that yet. Every door in the entire house was white and clean. Not this one, though. The basement door was red and covered all over with scuff marks and scratches. It was filthy and ugly. The crimson clashed with all the white walls and pine wood accents everywhere else. Gerald assumed that all the doors in the house must have been red at some point, but the owners had not gotten around to painting this one yet. He found some brushes and a bucket of white paint in one of the closets, which helped to confirm that suspicion. Whatever the reason, this basement door was the only ugly thing he had to endure on this trip. He crossed its threshold only when completely necessary. Otherwise, he tried his hardest to ignore it. Now he sat by the fire, unable to look away. The scarlet glowed brilliantly in the light of the fire. It was almost as if it was calling him, taunting him, teasing Gerald with its out-of-place absurdity. After several minutes of silence, Gerald gave in. He stood up, stretched his arms with a loud grunt, and made his way to the basement door. He swung it open and flipped the switch just on the other side of the opening. The light clicked on and dully illuminated the wooden staircase leading down into the darkness. Up here in the mountains, with all the snow surrounding the houses, Gerald could hear everything better. The snow removed any noises coming from outside. As a result, he could hear all the noises of the basement from up here at the top of the staircase. The shuffling sounds. The squeaks and muffled whimpers. Yes, he could hear everything clearly inside the house because all the sounds of the outside world were muted by the insulating snow. Likewise, whatever noises he made inside the house were eliminated out there. He could scream at the top of his lungs and the distant neighbor would have no idea. Gerald took in a deep whiff of the stale, pungent air and took his first step down the staircase. Several hours later, Gerald ascended the basement steps. He locked the red door behind him. The fire was once again reduced to faintly glowing embers. He had not realized how much time had gone by while he was down there. This happened every time he went to the basement. He lost track of time. There was something about the darkness beneath the floorboards that enraptured him and kept him below. The clock on the microwave told him that it was nearly four in the morning. He rubbed his eyes, took one more look out the large back window at the falling snow, and finally returned to bed. In spite of how tired he was, he could not seem to find sleep. He laid in his bed, staring at the unfamiliar ceiling. There was something surreal about staying in a stranger's home. Yes, renting homes had become commonplace nowadays, but he was not used to it. It was different for him. He thought about the couple that usually slept in this bed. He had met them when he arrived. They were on their way out. It was a coincidence that the young lady swung the door open just as he was reaching for the doorknob. 
the surprise on their faces when he told them he was the one that would be staying the weekend. They shared a good laugh about it. She was a beautiful woman with deep blue eyes that stood out amongst the white snow around them. Long, wavy blonde hair that swirled out of her brown hat. She was small and kind-looking. Her husband was also a small man. Gerald stood a whole head above him. Unlike the woman, though, the man was rough. He had deep wrinkles around his eyes in spite of his youth. He had bushy brown hair which seemed to spring out in every direction. He was heavy-set with a wide waist and bulging cheeks. His eyes were black and beady like two empty holes in front of his head. The two could not appear more different, yet they acted the same. Their personalities, as far as Gerald could tell, could not have been more similar. They laughed the same, cried the same, asked the same questions. Gerald thought of their eyes as he slowly fell asleep. Dazzling blue on one side, dull black on the other, but they both saw everything the same. He awoke the next day late in the morning. The snow was still falling, now more violently than the day before. He looked outside and noticed that he could barely see a few feet outside the window. A wide smile split his lips as he stared out the bedroom window into the pale nothingness in front of him. It was as if the cabin was floating in the middle of a large white void. There were no trees, no houses, no ground, no porch, nothing but dancing flakes of snow against a white backdrop barely illuminated by some unseen distant sun. Gerald had escaped to find peace, and he surely found it. Gerald put on some loose-fitting clothes from the closet and made his way out to the main part of the cabin. He made some coffee and sipped on it while deciding how he was going to spend his day. As he thought of his options, he began to feel the presence of that red door behind him. He stood alone in that great room, trying to enjoy the giant wall of white snow shining through the windows. The red door persisted, burning the back of his head, distracting him from his peace. He turned his head very slightly and glanced at the door through the corner of his eye. The sanguine gateway seemed brighter than anything else in the house. The sight of it surprised Gerald. It glowed in such a way that the color was bleeding out into the room around it. Gerald lost his breath at the beautiful sight. He dropped his mug, which shattered on the floor, spilling coffee and porcelain chunks around his feet. He did not notice the mess. He only saw the door. He stepped forward and swung it open gleefully, and quickly bounded down its steps. He had much work to do that day, and he was excited to do it. The morning quickly moved to afternoon. He spent that time enjoying the revelry of the basement. He slowly brought it out into the main room of the house. The red door burst with celebration and color into the home. As the store grew even more violent outside, he opened the back door and carried it out into the large backyard. The snow danced and twirled around him. He watched as it grew higher and higher on the ground, further obscuring the land. The house was surrounded by unending whiteness. He eventually moved back inside the house and continued to enjoy the beautiful view. As time passed, the snowfall decreased, the clouds dissipated, and by the time the sun had set, he could see a sky full of brilliant stars. Gerald had never felt so calm. He was exhausted from the day's activities, but he was also incredibly happy 
He sat in the main room with every light turned off. The only glow came from the roaring fire. It kept him nice and warm while he looked out the giant windows at the freezing cold snow and starry sky. I think I'm going to do this more often, he thought to himself, and then fell asleep. The next morning he woke up feeling bittersweet. It had been such a great trip, but he knew that it was time to go back home. He changed back into his perfectly sized clothes, cleaned up the house, and then waited patiently for the street and driveway to be plowed. He ate breakfast slowly, enjoying the last few hours he had in the house. The view was incredible. The sky was bright blue and the sun was shining brightly over the white snow. Icicles dripped like faucets around the edge of the roof. Every once in a while, snow would fall off a low-dropping branch, spraying clouds of snow into the air. Suddenly, Gerald heard the loud noise of the snowplow outside. He scowled at the sound of it. He did not want to go home already, but he knew he had to. Once it was gone, he took one last look at the cabin before he left. The giant windows, the warm fireplace, and that beautiful doorway which he now kept wide open. Letting out a loud sigh, he left the house and made his way to the car. It took him a short time to shovel the snow around his tires and scrape the windows so that he could see. Finally, as much as he hated to do it, he backed out of the driveway and headed back down the mountain toward the city below. As he swerved along the highway, he thought about the basement, and he thought about the snow. He thought about how long it would take for the snow to melt. It would probably be several months before the snow melted away. Yes, nobody would find his secrets lying below the freezing blanket of pure white for a long time. His beautiful secrets. Those mismatched eyes. Those beautiful blue eyes and those dark black eyes. The long, wavy blonde hair. The bushy brown hair. They would sit for months, preserved in the snow, until long after Gerald had returned to work. Long after anyone could tie those bodies back to him. Gerald felt peace and smiled the whole drive home. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Stephen Reeder. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing to this podcast and leaving a positive review. It only takes a second, but it is a great help for us. If you would like to learn more about Ashwood, you can visit us at www.ashwoodstories.com. That's ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ashwood Stories. Thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.